How's it going, Shaq? Uh, it's going great. I'm putting on compression socks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Are these, uh, is this like a, an occasion? Like it's like a way of marking the time of year? No. <laughs> no, I wish. It's <laughs> compression. <laughs> it's compression sock season. You know what okay. comes after spooky. Um, <laughs> uh, which I really want to go on a whole rant that is very anti-spooky season. But, you know. You, you're not a fan? No. Why not? Because it takes away fall. Okay. You okay. know what I mean? First off, spooky season is not a thing. It's never been a thing. Stop it. Stop it. Much <laughs> um, like Black Friday. That is not something. I mean, I'm sure there are people now who think Black Friday is some tradition that's been passed out. No, it just means that's when companies go in the black is the day after Thanksgiving. You know, I didn't, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that that was the reason they called yeah, it that. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. And all you got to do is work retail a lot <laughs> to know that. But it's So not- the whole year, their break even, Black Friday is roughly like when they like, oh, you made profit for the year. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Stores can, I mean, some retailers can do like 25% um, percent of their business in that one day. So See, that, I knew that part of it, but like, yeah. it, it didn't hit me. Like, oh, that kind of makes sense. You make like you know, an 8% improvement in your business the year before, that's huge. Right. And that's roughly what one month would represent, like 8% of the days. Yeah. So, yeah that's, that's, that, yeah, that's great and fantastic and I guess wonderful for them. Hooray, capitalism. But that's not a holiday. <laughs> that's not something that normal people on the street who don't own businesses should be talking about. Um, the business, the businessification of our brains uh bothers me when someone goes yo that album is hot and i'm like oh really what song did you like did you like any of it and they're like oh well it was number one on the charts and i'm like that shit means nothing so (laughs) so already i got an issue with that so spooky season has just sneaky squirreled its way into all of october yeah and that's bullshit because october it's fall it's like the top fall month it's the most fall month and it, you don't get a chance to enjoy fall. You know what I mean? Because yeah. people keep yelling about scary shit at you. And I'm like, yo, calm down. It's not Christmas, which also is like, give give Christmas a week. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I don't need to start talking about michael myers and jason on october 2nd that's unnecessary (laughs) the day is the last day of october and really it's because of the first day of november (laughs) it's all saints day you know what i mean so like whatever so that's been annoying me a lot uh this year a lot's been annoying me a lot what am i talking about But so, no, it's not like compression sock season. I'm putting on compression socks because I probably need to. And also, <laughs> I think uh, it, it's like a, like an athletic thing. And I feel like, Gastor, we need to talk more about the presidential fitness test. Because <laughs> y'all listeners, God bless you. Y'all literally blew up our phones about Yo, this. That is the... Most response I've ever seen. To ever. Anything. That is real. There was a lot of emotional components. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like every time I got a message about it, no one just said, yeah, I took it. Everyone would be like, yeah, I took it. I did great at this. I sucked at this. <laughs> yeah. Like they still hold pride in their scores. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, for real, man, you care about how many pushups you did when you was 12 today? Yeah. <laughs> they made it such a big deal. Yo, it was such, it was set aside. It was a whole week and it was just like, Hey man, the fitness test is coming up, you know? And depending on how sadistic your coach was, your teacher, um, it could just be like, all right, today's sit-ups day. Or it's like, who's going to win? You know what I mean? (laughs) So now you've got all these kids giving themselves major abdomen cramps. Hell to impress yeah. this guy who hasn't done a sit up, like he didn't even sit up to get out of bed, he just rolled as you should. <laughs> so it's just it's wild. And then the way they would yell at you when you're trying to run 
um, the mile or, and there were also short races too, like the 50 yard dash and all that kind of stuff. Um, amazing. But like they really went after it and I'm still unsure as to what, like, what am I going to do? Get a medal? <laughs> like, what is this for? Uh, but that, that was never clear. Um, I, mean, I do think that, like I didn't, I didn't get this test. I feel a little jealous. You should I, feel jealous. Real talk. This sounds like an experience. Yeah. Um, I also think, while I don't think there's a full on reason, I do think all these things are things I've used more often than like sign, cosign. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I've run for my life several times since high school. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> That's something that would have applied way more often. You know, mm-hmm. if you run for your life once, if you run for a bus. Uh, you have already incorporated this skill. Right, exactly. It it, it, it was important for sure. Um, certainly more important than square dancing or archery. <laughs> but um but yeah, but it also, I mean, a lot of trauma. <laughs> a lot of oh, child, yeah. a lot of childhood trauma. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really the main thing I want to get across. Everyone that uh messaged us, uh, I hear your thoughts, I'm here for you. You know what I mean? You don't gotta do push-ups anymore if nobody wants you to. You don't you don't even if they want you to, you don't have to. Okay, I'm here for you, okay? The floor is not your enemy. You can walk all over it you want, it's there for you. You don't need to be on the floor doing push-ups, you don't need to be trying to do up downs. You don't have to climb a rope. You don't gotta climb a rope. <laughs> As they That's did it. in Maine, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that makes sense in Maine. Aren't there boats or something? You probably need a rope <laughs> to climb. <laughs> but they had one rope in my uh, like gym, and I've only seen one person climb it. And it was this uh, very small, wiry girl who smoked a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> she was the only person I saw climb it. Now, the rope climb, was this uh, uh, the knots and no knots? Um, I don't think there were knots so much. Just you know, just like hand over hand pulling yourself up. I feel like yeah, like I've I've done, I've done the rope climb in high school, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, it's they're both different upper body exercises. Oh, like, interesting. You know what I mean? Because when you add the knots, it becomes more of like a push up where it's like short bursts of strength. Hmm. Whereas without the knots, it becomes that, but it's also an endurance thing because you got no like rest points. Oh, you know what interesting. I mean? Yeah. Every I, time you pulled yourself up, you could kind of rest your body a bit by having your feet on the bottom knot. Right. And it would like alleviate some of the weight before you would do the the whole pull up again. Right. Now, I cannot remember if there were knots on our rope, mostly because when I saw it, I was like, nope. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And I really think outside of that small wiry smoker who did the rope, uh, I guess they probably had it for like, you know, teams. Right. Like tug of war. No, like like our football teams to you or our basketball, oh, you. baseball, like, you know, wrestling. OK, OK. Like those guys probably used it more regularly than uh, any of our P.E. classes did. Gotcha. Yeah. That's the only reason I remember these. The, I did all these exercises, but it was all for football. You right. know what I mean? And then, like, they would pop up randomly throughout school, but there was no, like, year where all of these are part of a test. Like, freshman year, I remember running the mile, mm-hmm. but it's but I didn't care because I ran a mile every day in football for right. three months. Right, you yeah. Know? And then, like, I remember doing push-ups, but that was throughout gym class, and it was never, like, a push-up test. You know, yeah, um, no, I mean, like, these were all things that we would do, like, a, a lot of them, not like, not the pull-ups so much, um, or the flexed arm hang or whatever it was yeah. for the ladies where I literally, they, they lifted you up <laughs> so that the bar was under your chin. And then I just immediately sunk. <laughs> like, I, there was no, I, it was just zero. I was like, go on and mark my zero. <laughs> I can't do this. But like those weren't things that we did all the time. They were only during the fitness test. There were a few things that we only did during the fitness test and uh, other things that we, we scattered throughout, you know, 50 yard dashes and the like, we, we did those kinds of things a lot. Occasionally we'd do a push up. We didn't do sit-ups very much. Right. Um, But yeah, so it was just concentrated in a week. 
Jeez. Yeah, it was wild. But I loved reading everybody's responses to this. <laughs> um, and so many people are shocked that Gastor did not have to do this. Yo. I, I really I, think that he should have had to do it. I want to do it now. I'm with <laughs> it. I'm not even fighting it. Like, I want to take part. I asked my kids. I asked both of them, like, are you done the thing? They're like, nah, never heard of that, Dad. <laughs> you know? My son legit thought he was in trouble. Like, did I miss something? Like, was I supposed to do it? <laughs> He's like, well, hold on. Do I got to go back? I'm like, nah, I, I didn't do it either. He's like, oh, man, we are screwed. And I'm like, no. We are fine. It just didn't make its way to East New York. I don't know what happened. You should if you just... went to PS three forty five. Hit me up. Maybe you took it, and I was sick that day. I don't know what happened. Um, I, I might have got extra credit because of my dodgeball dominance. I don't know. Yeah, we'll that out. that's definitely what it was. You know, they knew like, yo, we don't want this kid out here. No, I know, I know, I I did really well in the mile in high school, but uh, that's because of football. Football made us. We showed up. Freshman year, you send out like uh, they sent out a letter to all the incoming freshmen uh, to see what sports they wanted to join. And if you clicked football, it was the only sport that because of when the season starts being September, you have to meet up before school. So like we were the football team had been training since August before the school year starts. Right. And um, there was no class, obviously, in August. We were doing like four hour workouts, like two a days. Oh wow! You know, so by the time sub- September starts, like if you if you at, at that point in your life, like you go from never having worked out seriously to working out twice a day for a month, that's boot camp to them kids. Like you are noticeably in better shape than the average ninth grader. So like, I was running laps around kids in my gym class. I was a relatively fast kid you know, on the football team, right? But on in class, like with just a random 30 dudes, I was demolishing kids, <laughs> you know? And then on top of that, like I started off the year chubby, so they put me with the linemen. Right. But I lost mad fat from running. So at the end of the year, I should have been a really slow running back. Right. But they just left me with the linemen. So I was just dusting linemen every year in football. Like, I was just demo- <laughs> like running laps around these dudes. Um, but yeah, I I uh I know my fastest mile was just about seven minutes. Okay. You know, so like nothing crazy, like if you run on a regular, but that's solid speed for high school. Yeah. You know, and then like my 40 was in the, was in the low fives. So I know like no one's drafting me, you know, I ain't making no <laughs> leagues, right. but like you run like a five, three against like the average person. That's pretty quick. You know, it's just we had a dude that ran 4-7, dude played in NCAA football, uh, Truson Thomas. Shouts to my man out there. He played in, in, in like, college football for real. That mm-hmm. was the running back. You know what I mean? So I did all those tests for that. I remember doing a pull-up test. I did, like, six. But that was, like, it wasn't a test. It was, like, the coach talking shit. He was like, <laughs> yo, y'all can't do pull-ups. And, and then we just started doing pull-ups. Well, here's the thing. Um, the presidential fitness test was also coaches talking shit, <laughs> but not to a team that they were coaching, just to kids that they had to watch for 55 minutes. Gotcha. <laughs> just to a class of normal children. And then a coach talking shit. Like, oh, none of y'all can do pull-ups? None of you. None of you? And it's like, no, we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like that's fair. You shouldn't be able to do pull-ups if you've never done pull-ups. Right. I'm 11. No, I don't. I'm really kind of just killing cursive right you know? now. So, yeah, no, no. We're not covering this. This is a, a regular day-to-day class. I do think it should stay. I want it to come back. I think it should be part of the school curriculum year for year. Mm-hmm. I like this this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think it'll encourage the whole like being healthy thing. I like I like the whole idea of it, um, and, but I I never did it. And if it doesn't encourage being healthy, it does bring about a shared trauma that I think <laughs> all <laughs> all kids and subsequently adults can like bond with. Straight up, yeah. Like, I still remember everything traumatic about football. <laughs> like all of it so i'd imagine like this is that for everybody yeah like no, i know absolutely. uh 
there was the the first day when we get the, when you get the equipment because mm-hmm. you do like four weeks of practice without it just because you know when you throw on 40 pounds on top of that like you could die you know yeah so, yeah it's a lot so like the first day of equipment the coach um you're divided into groups at this point like the linemen the backs and the, the offensive players uh same kind of breakdown and he takes all the linemen and he makes you get into a three-point stance like you're going to be on the line. Mm-hmm. And you just have to hold it. And the coach just walks around. And if somebody breaks it, he makes the, the team do 10 push-ups. Mm-hmm. And then you guys get back into the stance again. And we only done when we held it for a time that he determines, but we don't know what it is. So, like, the team is just, like, in a three-point stance. You got people's leg cramping, shaking. And he's yelling, and, like, people are screaming. Like, they've never been in pain like this before. Mm-hmm. You know, so somebody will yell out. They'll start screaming. They'll curse. He said, curse is fine. I'm not your parents. I won't stop you. Do what you need to do. Say what you need to say. Scream. And then people would start screaming because now they got permission to scream. And then, <laughs> you know, and then they would start screaming. And then he would be like, that's beautiful. I love that sound. Pain is fear leaving your body. No, you it's not. You guys got a lot of fear. What is this? Why? <laughs> Why? For a game? This Straight is ridiculous. Up. And then uh, he would look He would look across the field and you would see the quarterback, like, you know, uh, playing catch, essentially, with the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Then they're legitimately practicing, right. but it's but it noticeably looks... easier than what we're doing right. physically. So... You know, it's a precision exercise what they're doing. We're trying to build muscle because we got to push big people on the line on the other team. Mm-hmm. So he 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 would look at them and he did it purposefully. Like we always faced them. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, you see that guy over there? You see that pretty boy? He's taking the girl of your dreams to the prom. Jesus you know what I mean? Christ. This is You got to protect that guy. You know, this is he, so much. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, amazing. But yeah, he, it, it, it was traumatic because it brings you together with that group, you know? So he's like, he's going to take the girl of your dreams to the prom, and your job is to protect him, you know? Even though you don't like him, it is what it is. That's the job. But you know why you do it? Because nobody will talk about you if you do the job well. But if you do the job bad, everyone knows it's your fault. Nobody blames the prom king. I tell you what, I don't understand sports at all. I don't either. But, uh, <laughs> what? I it don't... does. It does something to your heart, Sha. I don't know how to how. how to say yeah, it. I think it puts a lot of stress on it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish someone would come through and have us holding a line like that in drill team. Uh, <laughs> the most was just to get those kicks straight. <laughs> yeah, I remember those things vividly. Then. Mm-hmm. uh, the up downs when we had to do those, the like uh, I think they call them burpees now. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so like you would have to like the whole team at the end of the practice, we would be like we we would do like chops, which is when you're like stepping back and um, up and down on the floor mm-hmm. to like get accustomed to moving your feet fast. And the coach would walk around with a whistle. They they show a scene similar to this on uh, Remember the Titans with Denzel. Oh, he sure. blows the whistle. You got to drop down, get back up. So it was so hard to do that, like, it became psychological. Like, you got to hype yourself to, like, oh, I, I enjoy this, right? So, like, me and uh, my boy Adam Ledwosen, you know what I mean? We, like, every time we had to do up-downs, we ran next to each other, and we would call each other, like, up-down partners so that, mm-hmm. like, when one of us had a rough day, the other one had to be like, yo, man up. It's our, it's our thing. It's what we do, you know? And it became, we got, like, known for, like, enjoying up downs we didn't enjoy up downs in retrospect they were tortured it was a terrible thing <laughs> uh but <laughs> they thought we liked them because we would be like yelling at each other more than the coach would be yelling at us like we would drop the and get bugged i would say hell yeah give me more you know so yeah uh it brings people together i don't know if it's <laughs> under good terms but, i don't it doesn't sound you know? like it <laughs> <laughs> i speak to adam like once every two years and it's always like yeah, like we hug each other a little bit, you know. Um, we've been through stuff together, you know. That's my man. <laughs> Real talk, I don't care what his situation is. He needs something. I got that dude. <laughs> I mean, that's beautiful. 
Yeah. But also, yikes. <laughs> he was like, I served, I, I did 10 years of the service. I'm up downs was the hardest thing of my life. I was like, I believe you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, young people are over Democrats. New data shows. And what does this mean for the future election? That's right. They aren't. They are not the numbers Democrats wanted to see heading into the vital midterm uh, year. New data obtained by NBC LX reveals a turnout among voters aged 18 through 29 fell by nearly half for California's September recall election compared to the 2020 presidential election just 10 months earlier. Uh, the share of ballots from these uh, young adults fell to just 12% of the electorate, down from 17 last November, according to the Secretary of State's office. Uh, even though the overall turnout for the recall election was down uh, 28% from the 2020 presidential election, the drop-off among voters under 30 was four times higher than that of the drop-off among voters over 60, 48% versus 12. Uh, it's a warning sign as well as a bit of a paradox for Democrats, uh, since Gen Z are voters that are more likely uh, than other generations to support Democratic candidates. Um, these are the voters that are currently missing out. Wait, hold on. How do we know that Gen Z is more likely than any other generation? How do I we know that? I'm assuming they're basing it on like prior data. Okay. Well, prior prior data should have told them that, of course, it was going to drop off their young people. Okay. And that wasn't a particularly sexy election. <laughs> In fact, it felt kind of like sour grapes. The California recall election was kind of wild. In the way that our mayoral election has been yeah. insane. And you kind of like, Lord, I don't know what to do with any of this, <laughs> right? That's kind of <laughs> what the recall election was like. Fair, you know what fair. I mean? It was like, okay, if you're going to recall this dude, then who do you want? The first question, do you want to recall this dude? Second question, if, if yes, who do you want to replace him? If he ends right. up getting recalled, who do you? And here are the people who are willing to replace him. And it's literally like, Caitlyn Jenner or Angeline or you know what I mean like who's the woman who dresses in pink with big boobs and rides around LA and has blonde hair and sunglasses like what huh you know what I mean like it's not even so it wasn't it it felt like it was a weird election like overall right and it wasn't sexy like the president those are you know those are the big dogs the presidential you can't compare a recall, not even like a normal race, but a recall election right? to the big dog. That's fair. But then why is the drop off amongst that group more than a drop off amongst the other groups? What other groups? The Republicans? No, like uh, like the younger demo is voting. Because less it's always older. hard to get young people to vote. OK, that's why, because old people always vote in droves. Right. And younger yeah. people. It's harder to get. It's always traditionally been harder to get them to vote. They will take to the streets. Absolutely. Uh, they will take to the tweets. <laughs> they, will, <laughs> they will do it's, all of it. It's like a I weird am. remix to that little John song. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they will do all of that. But like getting them to vote when especially when it doesn't feel like there's anything tangible in it. Mm. And that didn't feel like they were voting for a thing that would enact change. That felt like they were voting for, do we keep this status quo or do we send one of these loonies in? Right, right. So it just, that felt weird. But also it's just harder to get, it's always been harder to get younger people in to vote for all of the smaller things like this. Not saying that these elections don't count. They definitely do. All small all of the smaller elections count, right? right? Because you start small and then you can build up to the bigger things, but you've got to change in your neighborhood and grow from there, you know? So they're all important, but it's, it's traditionally been hard to get young people to come out for those things. So this is honestly just like, yeah, so it dropped off, you know, but yeah, it was going to drop off. It was always going 
to drop off because again, you're comparing it to the biggest, the biggest general election of the country, right? Um, compared to this one, uh, smaller market, it's always going to seem smaller. And usually, when someone wins really big in the general election, when you look through, it's like, oh wow, we got a whole bunch of young voters that we weren't expecting. We always expecting the old people, <laughs> always. But the young folks, we don't know. So when they come out, it's like, yay. And then when they don't, it's like, oh, no, a drop off. No, it's just what it was before someone managed to interest them enough to come out and vote for. I said, B, step your party promotion game up. (laughs) Like, that's the thing is it's always we can get them to come out for big things. But how do we maintain it? And that's always been the issue. So this is like. Okay, yeah, but also, why are you writing this in such a way that it's a freakout? It's not a freakout. It's to be expected. This happens a lot. Some context, please. <laughs> please, some context <laughs> is all I'm asking. Quit doing these weird clickbaity like, Whoa! yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I wonder, so like the next, the next election, like I feel like, like, what would happen if, like, Gary Vaynerchuk or, like, The Rock ran, right, like, in, like, six years where, like, they got all the young people, mm-hmm. they got all their attention because they on all the social apps. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be a cool ticket. Like, Gary Vaynerchuk, like, now nah, The Rock got to be first because he got, like, the World Wild Bill. Mm-hmm. And then you get Gary or Kevin Hart as, like, the VP. Mm-hmm. And they've been, like, marketing to these kids since they were preteens on social. Uh-huh. Now they're 18, 19, they could run for office. Right. And they could, so they would be able to bring out the vote, mm-hmm. you think? Okay. I mean, that's ridiculous. We just went through that with Trump. <laughs> We're talking about <laughs> someone who's been marketing to people for years and has been very active on social media before deciding to run. That's what Trump was. Yeah. Please, no more celebrities. But <laughs> no more. No more. But yes. Um, yeah, sure. Young people will be. Um, maybe be inspired by that but you've got to you know what what kind of young people do you want inspired do you know how old that whatever cawthorn guy is that matthew cawthorn the guy in the wheelchair in congress no idea he's like 26 what yeah that's why he's out there punching trees like (laughs) he's not yo he's not old he's young Respect. He became the youngest person after AOC. Okay. So, like, that's the thing. That's what you get. You get an AOC or you get that dude. You know what I mean? Depending on who was motivated enough by leadership. Right, right. So, I mean, what are you going to get with The Rock? Give me a fucking break. He's got to be better than Trump, though. No, does he? He makes better movies. Okay, well, so <laughs> that's not then then nominate his agent. <laughs> fair, fair, you know. Yeah, no, I don't want the rock making fucking decisions for for the for the country uh and subsequently the world. Nah. Fair. Okay. Who did you have as his running mate? Gary Vaynerchuk. He's the guy that like curses in his motivational clips. <laughs> You ain't seen him? He's Gary V. Like, uh, no. He does all these like motivational videos. He's like, uh, he's the guy that says he wants to become a billionaire so he can buy the Jets. And he's like super ambitious. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. No, that guy has completely uh, missed me with his um, bullshit. But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I can't see that. Going well. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. She's not a fan, Gary. Okay. Uh, well, don't say that. Just say I don't know who you are. Okay. She hasn't heard of you, Gary. <laughs> yeah, that's better, is it? Well, it's better in that I don't want him to think that I. If you say I'm not a fan, it sounds like I actively dislike you. I don't actively Fair. anything to you. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I love that you made that sound worse somehow, but that's cool. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, in other news, Elon Musk says he is willing to spend $6 billion 
to fight world hunger on one condition. That's right. Elon Musk is now worth more than $300 billion and he's apparently ready to start spending it. The Tesla and SpaceX CEO, uh, whose worth has ballooned more than $140 billion this year, uh, tweeted Sunday that he is willing to consider a proposal from a UN official who said that a $6 billion donation from one of the world's wealthiest people could help stop world hunger. Uh, last week, David Beasley, the director of the UN's World Food Program, uh, told CNN that it was time for the ultra-wealthy to step up now on a one-time basis in order to help 42 million people that are literally going to die if we don't reach them. Uh, on Sunday, Musk replied to a Twitter user who pointed out that $6 billion would be just 2% of his net worth. Musk said that if uh, WFP could describe exactly how the donation would solve world hunger, he would sell Tesla stock right now and do it. Get this motherfucker out of here. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 this really felt like, here. yo, because this felt like, like he wanted credit for not doing it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He's like, like, he's like, oh yeah, if they send me a proposal, I'm all about that. Like, but I, he still ain't actually give the money. So he's like getting the credit. For being willing to give the six billion without giving the six billion, and then he could just blame it on the book report that the UN gives him. Like, oh nah, B, I ain't seen no work cited, you know. So I can't, I can't trust these sources. Also, I he is a a level of rich right now where I don't think he actually understands money. Yeah, not at all. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like. <laughs> that number is insane. Three. No, yeah, the numbers are so wild. That I feel like if someone were to truly break things down, even if they weren't, a, I mean, to solve world hunger is will take years and years. Count lots of resources, yes, but also years and years. And a, a lot of, just a lot of stuff. So for this guy to be like, yeah, we'll break it down in a spreadsheet for me, <laughs> you could just put that in a Google Drive no, of how you're going to spend this money and include. He also said the plan, the UN's plan must include, quote, open source accounting. So the public sees precisely how the money is spent. Bro, we don't see how you spend your money. Facts. So, and what are you doing? Making cars that don't even have door handles on them? Look, I've only <laughs> been at a Tesla once, and it took me five minutes to figure out how to get in that bitch. What, so what does that got to do with, with, <laughs> with the world? Put a door handle on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just say you don't know what the hell you're talking about because you're on Twitter talking about it. Do that. I said me. That's all you got to do, Elon, because we know you don't. Who's on Twitter who knows how to solve world hunger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, <word>. really? Like, <laughs> really? This is what you're doing? Yo, okay. even if the answer was real and it made complete sense, you wouldn't understand it. Yeah. That ain't what you do. Like, that's not your, like, they could send you anything. You, you're competent in whatever you do, fine. But you ain't competent in that world. So what are you going to see on those sheets? That That's going to make sense to you. Yeah, I get that now. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Here's six bill. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the vision before. Right. But, you know, these three pages changed everything. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to donate it, but that PDF file he sent me <laughs> changed the game. <laughs> Come on, B. Give him the money or not. I don't care either way at this point. Give him the money. Don't give him the money. But don't tell me that that's what's changing the game. All right? That's all that it takes. You know what I mean? Somebody That's at the UN spending three hours on Canva so they can impress <laughs> you for $6 billion. The nerve of you. I know. You don't think they don't already have some sort of plan? Have you looked through that one? You know what I mean? Word, it's out there. Yeah. That number sounded mad specific. The person said, yo, $6 billion would solve world hunger for 42 million people. Those are specific ass numbers. He ain't say, yo, it'll take about 10 bill. And it'll help 50 billion people. Roughly. You know what I mean? Like those are specific numbers. So he's got the plan. You know what I mean? Come on. Oh, boy. Shut up. Isn't he going to space? What's he doing caring about world? Yo. (laughs) Yo, my man. Your wiki page is going to be too crazy right now. All right. Pick a lane. Focus. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Look. 
didn't he try to jump in and help those kids who were caught in a mine shaft or something? Uh, he's doing too much, man. Like, that was him, right? Did anyone ask him for a plan? Like, did he just show up <laughs> with, like, a boat <laughs> and a van or something and, oh, man, like, like, <laughs> a, like, a flash, like a mag light or something? It was like, just like, oh, get him? What do you I'm know from planning, the- bruh? What do you know from planning? I know I'm a billionaire, but also... I passed the rope climbing portion of the presidential exam. <laughs> he so. is wily. I totally see that being the only <laughs> thing he did. And not because he was on a team, but because he was by himself and no one would talk to him. So he just climbed the rope over and over. Big facts. That's, that is a that's kid your that energy, Elon. We if know. that is your real name. <laughs> Elon climbed a lot of trees avoiding fights. I. <laughs> My man is getting bullied his whole life. He spent a large portion of junior high school on branches. Oh, boy. We are talking a lot of shit about him. (laughs) But you know what? If he gave us a plan as to not, or if he just gave us a $6 billion, I think we could stop talking shit about him. That's it. Elon, I will stop talking smack about you. But you got to send me a PDF file explaining to me why I should not. It's got to be at least three pages. <laughs> Single spaced. Single spaced, B. I want, I want graphs, too. Mm-hmm. Colored. Colored okay. graphs. Colored graphs. Works cited. Can't use Wikipedia, okay? Yeah, your bibliography better be right, bruh. <laughs> In uh, other news, a billionaire Charlie Munger is bankrolling the design of a massive dormitory at the University of California, Santa Barbara. The $1.5 billion project comes with a major catch. 94% of the dorm's single occupancy rooms are in the interior of the building and have no windows. Isn't that prison? (laughs) Yo, right? Yo, that is wild. That's just prison. Yo, have you been in a room with no light for like, have you lived in one? Yes, I have. Right? Yo, like it is, is, wow. fucks with you. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I left the building, because it was like a basement room of a, of a, like an apartment, but there was no, no windows. And then when you went upstairs to where the main like shared areas were, the only windows there were in the bedroom and that dude kept his door closed. So we never even got to see the light that came in from his bedroom. So it was just dark. And then you just went into like an iron tube for a tunnel and then you open the door and then you're like, "Ah!" every time. (laughs) Yo. Be it sun or snow, you were just, "Ah!" you had no idea what you were walking into. Yo, that is wild. I had a cousin. I that for like four months. That shit was wild. That is not healthy, Sha. No, it's not. <laughs> One of my cousins, uh, he was like uh, switching apartments and uh, the apartment he got fell through. So he had to like move into like some makeshift shit that he found on Craigslist for like six months. Mm-hmm. And like over like after like a week or two, he started referring to it as the cave. And then, like, he stopped using, like, full sentences. Like, <laughs> yo, it just changed him, yo. Like, it was just grunting. I like, yo, my <laughs> man, like, you got to get out that spot, B. <laughs> he just woke up, lifted weights, oh, and went no. back in there. Like, it was, it was dark. Yeah. You know? That is dark. And this dude is trying to do that during the peak of your life where you're supposed to be learning. Right. Nah, man. Uh, consulting architect on the university's design review committee quit in protest of the project in a resignation letter obtained by CNN Business and reported uh, by the Santa Barbara Independent. The basic concept of Munger Hall as a place for students to live is unsupportable from my perspective as an architect, a parent, and a human being. Yo, (laughs) respect! (laughs) Respect to architect Dennis McFadden. Yeah, that is bars. <laughs> My perspective <laughs> as an architect, a parent, and just a person. <laughs> Yo, wow. that is real. <laughs> Even uh, the rooftop courtyard looks inward and may as well be on the ground in the desert as on the 11th floor on the coast of California, McFadden wrote. 
Um, and uh, for those wondering what would give uh, Charles Munger the nerve to uh, build this massive dormitory, what would give him this idea? It's because he's actually already funded one, apparently, um, that exists currently. It just gets less pub because it's uh, in Michigan. Uh, There's apparently another university dorm in Michigan that he already funded and created and it exists and all the dorm rooms are windowless. Okay, here are some other things I think you might need to know about uh, this story. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to read. Um, <laughs> all right, so the school, uh, UCSB's campus is located on the cliffs overlooking the Pacific Ocean and has its own beach. Its beachfront location is an integral part of campus culture and identity, and Munger Hall does not reflect this. That is what that architect said. Also, uh, it's important to note um, that, <laughs> one, this guy is Warren Buffett's right-hand man. <laughs> so there's that. And two, he is an amateur architect. He has no formal training in the field. <laughs> Who's letting him design buildings? Well, Who's man, I hear it. He sold these dudes on some shit he drew in The Sims. It's like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo. Windows? Who cares? Also, he's 97. <laughs> I can't, yo. Yo, how you build a windowless dormitory on a campus that oversees the fucking beach? He donated $200 million to fund the dorms with the caveat that his designs are followed. Fuck this dude. Yo. He wanted dorm rooms to be tiny and windowless to encourage residents to spend more time outside in the common areas meeting other <laughs> students. Bruh, you are 97. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of dust bowl bullshit this is. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, that's not how this works. Oh man, yeah, you open concept no don't work for dorms, okay? Yeah. All right, we don't do that here. This isn't that officeless environment with no walls. All right, people need oh privacy. People do fucking. You wasn't fucking in college, so you could tell. Charlie no, Munger did, did not get laid in college. People um, want to spend eleven his little stories. Time he wanted uh, an eleven-story building. That's almost impressive. You built eleven stories worth of space without windows. Like you got to be like avoiding windows at that point. Like, how do you do that? Like that's imp like you know what I'm saying. Like it's an eleven-story building. Like, how does ninety-four percent of the building not have windows? Oh, the deeper I get into this article, the rooms do have artificial windows. However. <laughs> Which Munger says resemble the Disney cruise ship's artificial portholes. Oh, where okay. starfish quote where quote starfish come in and wink at your children. And <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> Yo, shots to CNN with this new uh, spinoff of the Onion over here. They doing. Um, I know. <laughs> it's called CNN Business. It is wild. It is wild. Yo, billionaires are different, B. <laughs> Y'all don't want some shit. He, he says, when this thing goes up and becomes an extreme success, which is absolutely inevitable. Okay, talk your shit, Munger. I think there will end up being more buildings like it on the UCSB campus. Oh, this is different, man. I, I can't. I can't, man. Yo, good luck uh, to all of y'all that applied there, incoming freshmen. <laughs> I, I don't check know, out, man. Yeah, check out what apartments are available <laughs> in this town. Oh, my God. Uh, in other news, um, Norway's uh, beach handball team wins the fight over sexist uniform rules. Uh, we covered uh, the initial portion as a while back. Female players will now only be required to compete in short tight pants with a close fit. And uh, bank body fit uh, tank top, according to the International uh, Handball Federation. Um, Good for them. Yeah. This was a, a, a huge uh, fight we reported on earlier where uh, the uh, Federation was requiring female players to wear bikini bottoms to play. Um, and the, 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 the team from Norway actually, in protest, wore shorts and they were fined um, for doing so. Uh, so they finally changed the rules. Uh, this past month, 
And going forward, as of January 2022, the women will be required to wear short, tight pants with a close fit, which is an improvement, but still not what the men are required to wear. Uh, men um, don't have any uh, fit uh, requirements at all. They can just wear shorts. So it is a shorts, step in the right direction. Shorts no longer than four inches above the knee. So they can't be out there in, like, <laughs> Janko shorts. Like, they can't be. <laughs> no Allen Iversons, all right? Yeah, Nobody, oh, yeah. yeah. No, none of those. <laughs> we'll see a little thigh, okay? Just, Just a little Yeah, bit. which I, I believe we are all, um, uh, we're, that's what we uh, expect. Just a little thigh. Yeah. We're it's not asking thigh. too much for you. women or men. We're not asking too much from you. Just a little thigh. A little bit. A little bit. Just <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they had them out here in damn near stripper gear. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, they was wilding. <laughs> in, in like bra tops and panties out here <laughs> playing a sport. <laughs> that, and nothing about that is com- like you making it harder for them to play. They yeah. might they might ele- they might elevate their game now because they don't got to focus on adjusting their bikini bottoms and tops every other play. Right, you know I mean? or worried that shorts. that all the themselves. footage is is just their asses everywhere. Yeah, not good for these women. I'm glad that uh, a they were able to stand up. B they got support from the community, and C uh, hopefully they get that money back. You know they had to pay uh, what is it fifteen hundred euros. Uh, and fines. Oh, right, right, shorts. right. Disturbing, disturbing. Stephanie oh, here's Gamble. something interesting. Talk to me. Um, uh, American musician Pink offered to pay the fine imposed <laughs> on the team, but it wasn't necessary. <laughs> wow, Pink actually <laughs> tweeted about this. Yo, you know what? You never know. You just you never go. know. <laughs> you in your corner, yo. You don't you know, don't know yo. who's in your corner. Shouts to Pink, yo. Shout out to Pink. That's what it is. Look at that. Doing the right thing out there. <laughs> I don't know why that is tickling me so much. But just the idea that. of Pink just being on Twitter and going, they did what? And then like, <laughs> I'll pay for that. You know what I mean? Like Pink yeah, want, to the rescue. Low key. I'm actually a little jealous of that. I want Pink to support me one day. That shit is I dope. mean, I absolutely want Pink to support me. Real talk. It don't even need to be to anything, mate. $1,500 worth of support from Pink will mean more <laughs> than so many lot. others. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, in other news, uh, Leos are the most likely to get vaccinated, said the Utah officials. That's right. Uh, exciting news for people who believe in science enough to want mass vaccination, but not enough to think horoscopes are made up. That's right. Utah's Salt Lake County. Health Department says that there's a big difference in vaccination rates depending on your Zodiac sign. Um, so far, the most vaccinated uh, Zodiac sign in Salt Lake City County were the Leos at 70%, followed by the Aquarius at 67 um, Then most of the others kind of stick in the 50s with Aries at 59 and uh, Sagittarius as well. Bringing up the bottom, unfortunately, is my gang Scorpios at 46%. Mm-hmm. Only team. Yeah. Under yeah. 50%. That is disturbing, yeah. yo. Chaotic. Chaotic. <laughs> Gastor is starting chaos on his Facebook page. <laughs> talking about all the best comics are Scorpios. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> yo, uh, yo, Bashad, listen, I didn't say other signs weren't comedians or weren't no. funny. I nope. didn't say y'all were bad comics if right. you were another sign. I just said the best comics are Scorpios. And okay. This is my argument. This is my argument. I got uh-huh. one. I got proof, right? Okay. All right. If I was wrong, right? Uh-huh. Wouldn't my comments be people disagreeing to me at roughly an eleven to one ratio? What? Because no. there's eleven other signs. Now no. You could tell me the uh, there's like oh nah because these people humble they don't talk. There's no right. way humbleness is the sign is a a character uh, uh, a characteristic of all eleven other signs. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. So no. My, so because of that, I was thinking I right, most of what I got was support from Scorpios uh-huh. and like the one or two funniest people from each other sign. Uh huh. So to me that reads like oh okay y'all are in agreement. The Scorpios are the funniest sign. I don't understand why you are putting this weird bookie math to. (laughs) 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 To 
I was to tracking this, data to points. their chaos. That's the problem. You do these <laughs> these chaotic things, and then you try to justify it with this weird math. None of that shit makes sense. Listen, I posted it the day that I found this article because I needed something positive about my people. Uh huh. Okay? And, and so you made something up. <laughs> yo, but I, I got the support. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> Shots out of Scorpios. We're gonna take over the comedy game. Okay. Well, here is. This is where I have to jump in and say that um, one of the number one jobs that's listed for Leos yeah. is entertainer. Okay. Um, uh, with concentration, either like singing or comedy. Okay, um, that's fair. That's so, fair. So uh, that is why we are number one fully vaccinated because we got to get back out into these streets faster to share our gifts. That's fair. I ain't denying that's, it. That's why we out there like that. Respect, respect. <laughs> Leo gang is dope. I ain't knocking them, you know. But we got we got some strong Scorpios out here in the entertainment game too. We got oh, Prince. Yeah. yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We got Drake out here singing to everybody. Oh no, you know don't. You got wait, wait, no, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, videos. wait. Wait, I got to stop you. Did you just say Prince? Yeah. Prince is not a Scorpio. You're not a Scorpio. Okay, so I, he's I'm, a Gemini. You what are came, you doing? I don't know. I'm just yelling out names, hoping I'm right. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Now, Drake, I think Drake might be a Scorpio because he is chaotic. Okay. Drake <laughs> might be Scorpio gang. Puffy Scorpio? I think Puffy is Scorpio. Oh, I don't know. God, I'm just, I don't know. I, these are people that give me Scorpio energy. Okay. They, I don't even think so. <laughs> All right. Okay. So then, if I may throw out a couple of Leos. Okay. Um, Show me some Leos. Whitney Houston. Okay. That's, that's, that's strong. Madonna. That's strong. Um, J-Lo? Okay. Uh, and Ben Affleck, actually. Respect, respect. <laughs> they go together? I thought we weren't supposed to be with your own son. Keep in well, mind, this is all based on well, the here's roughly the thing. 40 I, minutes of Scorpio conversation I've gotten from learning. No, from I get that. I get that. Sometimes, I, I don't know if you can, for whatever reason, J-Lo loves dating a Leo man, which seems wild to me because who, A-Rod, also a Leo. Okay. Um, and they were extra together, right? But she and Ben are extra in their own, like she loves to be extra and you need someone who can do that extra with you and understand it. Like Mark Anthony, he was extra in a different way. Right. Which I think is why they ultimately did not like mesh Man, like work. that. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to, but sometimes it works out that way. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, she loves it, apparently. Hey, so go for it. Whatever moves yeah. you. I hope you're happy with a great <laughs> man who's slightly less funnier than me. Okay? He's a good dude, right. though, I'm sure. Uh-huh. All right. We coming oh, for the boy. throne. The next prince will be a Scorpio. You heard it here first. No, no. It's gonna happen. I no, the because the creativity isn't necessarily there. Okay. Like we'll Kanye, this, huh? we'll Kanye is like a Gemini. Okay. So, uh, I, I just like repping my squad. Shot. I don't know what I, I was know. Supposed to I know, and that is a big Scorpio thing. <laughs> That's gang, what I gang. said. What did I tell you? I told you that the thing with Scorpios is. Um, they are wild <laughs> and <laughs> and always horny, but um, they are chaotic. But if you if they've decided you are in their crew, they are yeah. extremely loyal and they will always take care of their crew. That's the squad, right? But if there. you are on the outs, you are on the outs. Cut but if you're all, B. if you're in there, then you're in there, right? That's so. There's that. So your loyalty to other Scorpios is. I get that. Okay. Sure. But also your chaos as to just say that Prince is a Scorpio because you like him is also like, what? Yo, we can draft you. All right. We're changing this up, buddy. We're going to switch this whole sign game. New Zodiac rules. It's over. All right. Oh, then we're going to go to Salt Lake City. And we're going to talk to the Scorpios out there. We're going to let them know, yo, listen, the brand, you like messing this up a little bit right now. We got we got to get this back on board. We're going to switch the whole game up, Shy. It's going to be uh -huh. crazy. Uh -huh. Scorpio, Salt Lake City Tour coming out mm -hmm. soon. Come out, see me tell jokes, and I'm going to puncture y'all one by one with these shots. <laughs> We're going to switch up these numbers, baby. 
Okay, uh, as a Leo, I, you're. I'm. I gotta say, you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really hurt by this article. Okay, that's it. Well, then tell your tell your brethren to get their damn shots. Word up, Salt Lake City Scorpios, come out, man. Represent. Fix your numbers. Can't All right, y'all got back. y'all got Drake, Sierra, and um. Frank Ocean. Okay, we got some people out here. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We be singing. Got... We be singing. You be singing. Okay. Actually, we we don't really sing that well. If if, if that's the group, we write dope songs. <laughs> it, it, yeah. I, I'm I'm an honest Scorpio. That that we don't really got vocal cords. If that's the squad, Sierra can sing a little bit. She got the dope dance moves. Drake right. Can't right. really sing, but he write hits. Frank Ocean uh-huh. can't really sing, but he write hits. Yeah, we got Helen Mirren. Okay. That's, <laughs> hey. And Rick Fox. They count. They count, baby. <laughs> I didn't know we had Rick Fox. I didn't know we had Rick Fox. That's right, baby. News and Zodiac beef. Only at oh, the War Report, yeah, baby. Yeah, That's what we boy. <laughs> if, if there's anyone out there who actually knows anything about um, <laughs> astrology, uh, please don't fact check us. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, uh, Kevin Gates uh, says men shouldn't ejaculate during sex. That's right. Kevin Gates says that uh, uh, he said this during an interview on Gilly the Kid and Wallow's Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. Uh, Kevin detailed his health and fitness journey, which included nutrition, yoga, and meditation. Uh, The Baton Rouge uh, native then offered his tip for men to maintain a healthy body. Another thing I was telling you that's really healing to your body, and it's going to sound crazy, I'm glad he knows, but it's <laughs> semen retention, not releasing no semen. Gates clarified that men should still have sex, but they shouldn't ejaculate. Your intention should be to please your partner. Okay, I'm with that. And don't release no semen. Wow. <laughs> don't release no semen! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nah, I better not hear about you releasing semen, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, for Kevin, it's all about pleasing his partner in the bedroom. The 35-year-old rapper who went platinum early this year with his record Me Too revealed that he – that's ironic, I think, right? But revealed that he engages in a lot of foreplay and enjoys pleasuring a woman's G-spot. When I say foreplay, I mean everything. Don't even tell me where your spot at. I'm going to find it. I aim to please my partner, whatever partner I'm dealing with at the time. Okay, I mean, this is a weird ad for yourself, Kevin. Um, First of all, he went. I, there was so much in like one sentence there that I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? First, he's 35. Yep. I did not know that. <laughs> you thought was, I, I made sure to read that because I know I thought initially oh, it's because he's like 1920. Like he read his first like deep article on some right. fake, uh, non-verified like uh, medical <laughs> journal. Right, and he got the wrong info. You know, he went down a rabbit hole. But no, he thirty. You should know better at thirty-five. He's thirty-five. I didn't know he went platinum earlier this year. <laughs> what? I can't. I mean, look, I'm an old lady, so I'm not necessarily the person that you would turn to for like Kevin Gates facts. <laughs> uh, I'm still struggling to know why I even know who he is, and I think it's because he kissed his cousin or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. That's a valid time not to ejaculate. I agree with that. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, there was just a lot to take in there. Um, and like, it's not new. This, even this thing says that it's an age old practice that's been around since the start of mankind. There are plenty of times when, um, you know, they say, Hey, don't, don't come, or it's called edging. If you wait a long time or whatever. And look here, man, I guess do whatever you got to (laughs) do for yourself. (laughs) But, um, all of the things I feel like you're learning how to do while you are not ejaculating. You know what I mean? Like you're opening all of your, the lids to your jars easily and you're doing plenty of pull-ups and all of that kind of stuff. I feel like <laughs> if you misjudge and actually do come, all of those skills go right out with it. <laughs> you basically just get rid of all of those skills <laughs> so now you can't open spaghetti sauce jars anymore because <laughs> you you fucked around and came some weird samson shit i, I know yeah. 
Listen, I, I, I have been open about wanting to be one of the GOAT storytelling comedians. Mm-hmm. I'm trying my best out here. But if that's the key to success, I ain't making it. It is, it is what it is. I, I know I'm, I'm chalking up that L right now. <laughs> you ain't ever go ahead and be going platinum. There will be no Madison Square Garden tour. You know what I mean? But I, I, I will definitely be finishing every time. This is madness. <laughs> you were completely on your own, Kevin Gates. <laughs> I mean, look, as someone who normally has to clean up the mess, I ain't mad at you. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As someone who's got to change sheets or whatever. All right. You're making a good point, Mr. Gates. And uh, I just want you to know, I looked you up to make sure you weren't a Scorpio. Thank God. You know what I mean? I couldn't have you as part of the team. You know what I mean? I hope his moon is Scorpio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Finally, uh, leaky SpaceX toilet problem will force astronauts to use backup undergarments. That's right. These are real problems, Sha, that they're having up there in space. Issues with the toilet on board of SpaceX uh, Crew Dragon capsule will leave a group of four astronauts without a bathroom option during their hours-long trip back home from the International Space Station abroad the 13-foot-wide capsule this month. Instead, the crew will have to rely on undergarments, uh, Steve Stitch, NASA's commercial crew program manager, told reporters on, on Friday night. Uh, SpaceX first discovered an issue with the spacecraft's toilet last month while inspecting a different Crew Dragon capsule. The company found that a tube used to funnel urine into a storage tank became unglued and was causing a leaky mess hidden beneath the capsule's floor. It's a saga that at this point has affected all three spacecraft the company operates. NASA did not say how long the four astronauts will have to be on board their Crew Dragon capsule with an inoperable toilet. So far, only two Crew Dragon spacecrafts have returned from uh, the ISS with people on board, and the first of those trips took 19 hours, while the second, thankfully, only took six. I think you can hold it for six, 19 strong. But yeah, the timing will depend on several factors, including how the orbital dynamics and the weather affect the return trip. But we are working to try to always minimize the time from the undocked to landing so that uh, so that's what we'll be doing with this flight. Let me get this straight. The man who doesn't want to give $6 billion to end world <laughs> hunger unless he sees an Excel spreadsheet yep. is sending folks out here with a, with a crappy shitter. <laughs> <laughs> you got to send his folks up there with emergency diapers. You know, you ain't look up that PDF file though. You know what I mean? Come on, my G. You wasn't in those details? You wasn't overlooking the bathroom to see if it works? Because that's what you're going to have to do with the $6 billion plan you claiming you want to overlook. Yeah. Get into the nuance. Yeah, I feel like you're not really, you don't know what you're looking for. If you miss miss the tube that carries the urine is always broken. Yeah. You ain't in those details like you claiming to be. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yo. Prayer, prayers up, <laughs> prayers up to everybody in SpaceX. Oh man, I ain't claiming that the bathroom is priority one when you're planning a trip to space, but it should be a priority. Like, it's, it's like priority there. too. Yeah, it's it's high on that list. Like you, if you're gonna be up there for 19 hours, that's got to come up in the discussions. You know 19 I mean? hours, okay. Yeah, yeah, because that's gotta that's gonna change your whole yeah, you gotta plan for that. That's like it. you mm. You can't tell me wow. four people hold it for for nineteen hours. I'll believe four people hold it for six. I think one person oh, I can, can hold, hold it, it for six. Right. I believe one person, but like when you get four oh, people four together, I, I, somebody gonna break that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just gotta trust that everybody has worked a retail job where they're not allowed to leave the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's their, you know, oh, legally man. mandated lunch break. We used to, <laughs> when I worked at the furniture store, we used to, that's when we gave customers busy work. You know what I mean? We would have them like fill out the finance form. Like, are you sure you to do this? <laughs> you never know. You might get it. I know you said you've been fired six times. You got 400 credit, but we have great approval ratings. Here's some paperwork. <laughs> Let me go take this piss real quick. <laughs> Look at that. Apparently, 
Shalay and I have better bathroom plans than SpaceX program. Now you know what I mean. Yeah, we know. Look, what to do. I thought I thought about it a lot when I moved to New York. Like what? What about the bathrooms? You know what I mean? <laughs> what What are the public bathroom situations like? They ain't got the space like they do in the rest of the country. Like I, I mean, I truly planned out the best open mics based on toilets. As real, yeah, that's smart thinking, actually. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know bathrooms <laughs> had windows till I left New York. Oh yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I see that that's like a standard thing almost everywhere I go, but that's not standard in New York per se. Like that's a like I've I, every time somebody has a window in their bathroom in New York, they like mention it. Like the realtor right. will bring it up. Like oh, and this bathroom got windows, you know. So to me, like windows in the bathroom, even though it's like only a foot by one foot, right? Like, that was a bragging point here. And then like, well, I mean, because not every place you know has like the exhaust fan or whatever. Yeah. And also, it's it's very nice to take a hot shower with a window open. Yeah, but um, but yeah, not all of I guess not all of the bathrooms do. Like I've lived in some apartments in places where there was no there was no window, but um, <laughs> but um, I lived in uh, quite a few places where there were. Yeah, and uh, you know, yeah, it it, it helps. There <laughs> it you does go. Help. You're coming up, baby. <laughs> you want Chalet when I to keep living. In places where our bathrooms have windows. Or any room has windows. Or so we're room. not living in that <laughs> weird <laughs> dorm prison. That's it. That's all we're asking for. Basic life Just necessities. Windows. windows, baby. That's it. <laughs> all you got to do is like and subscribe to the show, baby. If you're an Apple listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars means you want us to only have one window in the whole apartment. Kind of rude to you, really. We deserve more sunlight. Five stars. Right. You want us to have windows in every room. We love you. We'll live healthier lives because of it. I won't need mm-hmm. to take vitamin D supplements. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you have any articles you'd like us to cover, please DM us directly uh, at Silky Jumbo or at Gastramonte on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, with all that said, my name is Gastramonte, always with the homie Shalewa Sharp. This has been a war report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.